listening to the Soul Yoga podcast, a podcast for the modern mystic mama. I am your host, Amanda Aaron, soul guide at Soul Yoga Retreat. I invite you to take a breath for your body, mind, and soul. Retreat from the mind movies. Break away from stress and anxiety. Root down and ground yourself into Pachamama, Mama Earth, Join me for a journey to live from our highest selves. Through ritual and ceremony, we create sacred space together. We hold space. We create a safe container to evolve. This podcast is a space where I authentically share my journey, the good, the bad, and everything in between. It is a space where I guide the modern mystic mama to reconnect with Mama Earth. Honoring the turn of the wheel, we use plants, astrology, and kundalini yoga to break old belief systems to move towards soul-level transformation. By uniting body, mind, and spirit, we become present, enjoying each moment fully, and embodying our highest selves. Welcome to this space. I a creative fluid being with unlimited power to create what I want right now my security comes from being with my family my family is both Jonathan and my son Forrest and also my chosen family this week Being with my family included Madison and Adele, and Adele's son, Augustine, and her partner, Mateo. What my womb is calling me to let go of is loyalty, promises, commitments, following through with my word. The messages that my womb is sending me is she is asking me to commit to myself first. And it's scary and terrifying, unknown, uncomfortable. And today I made a decision to go back on my word, to change my mind. I said that I was going to do something and I didn't want to do it. And so I didn't. And I felt like I let people down. I felt like it was my legal obligation to 
follow through with my word because of a tense dynamic with my current employer of giving notice and uh, refusing to cooperate with their demands of working location. And I said that I was going to be somewhere today and I wasn't there. And that allowed me to say yes to myself. That allowed me to put my family first, to put myself first. It allowed me to do things that fill me up, that bring me excitement, that fill my heart. And in a discussion last night with my husband, he was surprised and bewildered that I that I was having such a difficult time saying no to what I didn't want to do and such a hard time saying yes to what I did want to do. And in the realm of giving my word, committing, promising, even playdates with friends, I feel like the needed caveat for me to apply would be, yes, let's make these plans um, as life allows. Leaving a leaving a, a caveat, leaving a um, an area that I feel like gives me permission to change my mind, to change plans, to uh, renege a commitment, to go back on what I said, to not um, stay true to my word. Um, I feel like that's being dishonorable and untrustworthy but at the same time the consideration that I've never held space for is on the opposite hand of if I am upholding these contracts and commitments and obligations to others um, due to my people-pleasing nature but I am not aligned with that decision. I, I don't enjoy that decision. I don't want to do the thing that I committed to. Um, then, in effect, what I am saying to myself is that I am not putting myself first. I am not loyal to myself. I am not honoring myself. I am not committing to myself. Uh, which is so sad. It's a loss for people with a people-pleasing nature to continue that self-sabotaging 
relationship of oh god honestly the death mother archetype you know whether it was a parent figure a teacher guardian authority figure who um who you never matched up to you never enough for never good enough never skilled enough never talented enough always feeling like you have to prove yourself that no spotlight is large enough in order to fill uh, that cup of being enough feeling worthy the death mother archetype is seen in our society and our culture as uh, the death of the feminine and the honoring of the masculine the death mother archetype says uh, there are infinite resources on this earth continue to abuse mother earth continue to take all of her resources continue to hoard continue to take more than what you need to fulfill your immediate needs sell more demand more the supply and demand of capitalism heck capitalism itself is the embodiment of this death mother archetype um and you know the root of that is when a mother is in a situation where her her external resources are not enough for her baby in order to survive she makes the decision to end the child's life and that is a tough tough decision i thankfully have never been in that position but as a mother i could only imagine how soul tearing that must be and in culture it is this cold shoulder of there are not enough resources there is not enough finance to ever be enough to ever be worthy there is nothing as an individual that you can do as that helpless newborn babe to change your circumstances and mom chooses no you are not worthy of life you are not enough And I've been working with um, honoring that feminine, that divine mother, great mother, Mother Earth, for the last several years. And I don't think I quite understood, you know, the um, strain of the glorification of the masculine 
our patriarchy um, system in quite the same light as looking at the death mother and when you face the death mother and you start to acknowledge that those stories are not true in your life anymore perhaps the death mother served you at a time for your growth for your development as a person but when she is no longer serving you and when she has outworn her welcome what do we do how do we move forward for me i completely see that it is committing to myself first what do i want to do what fills up my spirit what is the quiet whisper the cool breeze what is the rest what is the place of sanctuary in my life and choosing to say no to things that i even feel legally bound to and knowing how to advocate for myself and knowing how to uh, look up those legal details of what what really am i entitled to as an employee what can i refuse what is um, my legal rate as an employee it's so um, difficult to have to advocate for myself this way and um, potentially burning bridges and um, flaming, fanning the flames on uh, an otherwise good relationship with my boss previously. And um, committing to myself, committing to my family feels, um, yeah, just when I am faced with that point of needing to make a decision, I am uh, not filled with remorse, perhaps filled with grief, just feeling bad, feeling terrible that I have to be disloyal and um, not honor my word to other people. Um, but again, just shining the light on the fact that if I do keep those commitments that are not life-giving to me, that decision dishonors myself that decision um, says that I am not committing to myself first that decision says that I am putting others that I don't like that are harmful to my aura to my chemistry to my energy I am putting those harmful people above honoring myself above being loyal to myself I'm still not sure what that means or what that looks like in every situation, but um, for anyone who aligns with that or recognizes that 
struggle in their own life, you know, I hope those words put, um, shine a light on the situation, shine a light on your heart, on your own self-worth, um, as, as, as it has been for me, that difficult light to look at, to face, and, and finally to honor wherever you are as you're listening to this. I wish you all the best. I'm sending you my love. Bye.